okay? Whatever it is, it ain't blocking. Give me a break. You want a break? I'll give you a break. Me and Julius want to break. Wait a minute. Just let, let them in. You get the rev once, just one time. I swear to God, I'm going to hit you so hard by the time you come to. Ooh, boy, you're going to need a new haircut. You understand me? <clears throat> Let's play, fellas. Hey, hey, hey. It is uh, the Fantasy Football Junkies podcast. Season 2, episode number 1, and it's Bonzi alongside Eric Pedigo, but sorry, not sorry, uh, he's going to be ego a lot over here during this podcast. Is that all right? Dude, that's what you've always called me. You're the only <laughs> one who calls me that, but that's what you've always called me, and I would expect nothing else, and I'm cool with it, of Dude, course. Dude, I'm the I'm, only one that calls you ego? You are. How the heck can no one ever have come up with that throughout your entire life? Being an athlete, especially. I mean, it's probably because I just I have this like humble way about me. That's why and, I love um, it so much, yeah, right? you know, because you're you don't have an ego. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. No, man, but yeah, I'm cool. I, I, it it rolls with you. It works. So thank yeah, you, thank you, thank is. you. And so I'm really happy to have you here uh, for uh, hopefully every podcast that we do this season. It's going to be a lot of fun, and again, like I said, it is season uh, number two for us here, Fantasy Football Junkies. You can follow us and get us on Apple Play, uh, Spotify. We are on every major podcasting cool. network right now, and um, if you want to get it really fast, though, we immediately will post the podcast every Wednesday before noon. It will be up every Wednesday before noon, um, and we're going to be covering the you know the Thursday night game, uh, the Sundays, and the Mondays with this podcast. Now, it's obviously going to be a little bit harder to get to some of maybe the stuff on the Sunday and Monday games because there's still things going on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, and you sure. have that happen a lot. That's where we turn you to Fantasy Football 101, that Ego host along with, with his cast of, of minions over there on Sports Radio 1450, and we're going to make sure that uh, we plug that a lot too. So we're kind of teaming up, man, trying to cover as much as we can with Fantasy Football because uh, every single year, man, there's just the information. There's so much information out there, and you've got to. And I'm going to get to it here when we get to our uh, intro to fantasy football and ten tips to win. You've got to really figure out what information you should be really consuming and the stuff that's just not all static. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And like, and for me, and I'm sure you're kind of the same way too. Because I, how long have you been doing this? How long? Have 1994. You been? Right. See. <laughs> You got me beat by a few years, but you're a little bit older than me. Oh, but I, uh, you know, I'm not look old. I'm, I'm not true. That's true. I'm, I'm maybe 20 years in or so, give or take. Um, and I'm, I'm to the point where I, once the season, once I like start smelling it in the oh, oh it's coming, right? I start consuming everything. It's kind of right now, and I, it is right, and so that's. Then all the podcasts I listen to are fantasy podcasts. The websites I go to are fantasy websites. And you know some of it's trash, but it doesn't matter because the name of the show, Junkies, right? We hooked on fantasy yes. football, man. Yes. I mean, so I, I consume everything. And you do, you kind of learn the more you go on, like how to sift through what's what's maybe trash or what's just kind of like recycled. I call uh, it the cookie cutter stuff. Sure. It, you yeah, know, thank the you. cookie yes. cutter stuff that people just say that no offense, you know, there you if you watch the NFL, I, NFL network is my, my jam, you know, from, from right basically two weeks ago when they started doing the inside of the training camps, you know, I'm just hooked on that. 
Um, I just, I, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. Even if you're not a fancy, if you're just a football fan, watching the training camp stuff to me, I, I like it. I think it's yep. interesting to see what's going on with your teams, where the players went, where the who's not doing what. The Deshaun Watson drama has just been nasty and crazy, and so I mean. Um, there's just so much to talk about. And so with the fantasy football junkies, again, we're going to try to make this quick because I know people sometimes you listen to a podcast and you're like, man, they're not really giving me any information. They're just blabbing right now. But we're kind of setting you up for what we're all about here. And, um, you know, Eagle and I don't really, I mean, we agree on a lot. Sure. But I also think we have strong opinions about other stuff too. And I think that you're going to get that because season one, if you ever listen to any of our stuff, me and Spanky and my boy Kalna, you know, RIP, we got into some heated, heated discussions, man. Bound to happen. Yeah. And you and I have never really, like, worked together. We've been friends for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I, you started the Fantasy Football 101 show that I took over. You know that that was, what, 18 years ago when you did that, right? Yeah. I'm going yeah. into my 16th yeah. season yeah. hosting this show. Yeah. So, um, but we haven't really, <laughs> so we're going to find out how much we agree on and how much we don't. And I'm excited. Yeah, Eagle man. might be done by week four. We don't know. I'm not coming in anymore. I'm done. <laughs> we're, we're both used to hosting. We're both used to driving the ship. So right. this could be interesting. I'm right. excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited yeah. for this first episode, too, because we didn't do this last year. And, of course, you always want to get better. You always want to do things differently. And, and, and hopefully uh, this is going to be for, for season two. We really didn't do an intro to fantasy football last year. And we didn't really give like tips on, hey, man, if you're doing this for the first time, this is what you really need to be paying attention to. And I think this is also a good reminder for people who have been doing it um, you know, for a long time as well. Um, I, I made this specifically for this season, for the 2022 season. Because in years past, like on my list here, top 10 fantasy football tips to win your league, the number one thing I have is load up on running backs this yep. year. That's not for every season, okay? Just depending on the depth chart and things of that nature. And not for every league, depending on how your league construct is. And Very true. It, you know, we've set ours up to where you have one running back and one wide receiver mm-hmm. and then like four flex spots. So, you know what I mean? Right. So it depending on your league format, right. but I like what you're doing because there are people just getting into fantasy. Mm-hmm. And my son, my son, mine too, yeah, yeah. right? Mine too. And sometimes I think we forget on our show is we are we are catering to people like us who have been doing it forever, and we're speaking in terms that the people that have right, been playing right, forever right. understand. And it's like, right. wait a minute, there are people still learning how to do this. Let's get them up to speed, right? So my my fifteen year old son, who's not well, he's fifteen now, but last year his freshman year of high school, that was his first ever um, real where he paid attention to fantasy football, and we did it with all... I, I was the only adult, and that sounds weird, but <laughs> it was all of his buddies from the football team. You know, it was, yeah. all, it was all high school football players from Pleasant Plains. And um, it was funny because you could tell right off the bat which kids, which athletes... I, don't, I guess I don't want to call them kids because they're 15, 16, 17-year-old. They're not really kids, but they still are. Yeah, they are. You could tell right off the bat who knew a little bit about it mm-hmm. and who knew nothing. And my son was one of those guys who knew... The game of football, but didn't know anything about fantasy football. Right. And so there were a few of those kids like that. And and they, man, they listened to the podcast every week. They were sending me messages. It was kind of weird. I'm getting text messages. I was getting more texts from my son's friends than he was. And um, yeah, same thing, man. Such we have parallel lives in that sense. Right. And so, so this podcast is good for, um, for, for, for those kids, and it's also good for the people who are, who guru, I, I call them gurus, you know, mm-hmm. um, that just have been doing this for how long you and I have been doing it. So well, sometimes you get set in your ways when you've been doing it so long, and it's good to kind of get a, uh, 
uh, you know, like a reminder of, hey, man, you might right. need to switch it up a little bit. So I, I pulled up this quick list for people who are just getting into it. And this is just, again, intro to fantasy football. If you're just getting into fantasy football, these are some terms. And if I forget one, please, you know, because I think these are, to me, these are the ones that you really are going to want to know what they yeah. mean. These are definitions uh, when people are talking fantasy football that I think are really Really important. Uh, in the first one, no alphabetical order here or in no specific order, I have uh, terms you need to know. ADP. So so what does ADP mean to you, Eric Pedigo? Oh, average draft position, right? right? And, and that's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, it is. It is because it's good to know going into a draft. Um, but for one, do a lot of mocks. That's that's smart to do. But yeah, well, define to, mocks real quick. Okay, because yeah, okay. the mock Good's is the, it's on my list. Yeah. Mock is another one. So. You're you're combining two of them right there. The ADP is good to look at. Uh, Eric might have a, a player at a different ADP, meaning that's the average draft position he would take in a draft. Like he might take again. I'm just going to throw uh, some big name players out there that everyone recognizes. Marshall Falk. He might take Marshall oh. Falk at number one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I might take Marshall <laughs> Falk at number five. And I'm talking about like 1999. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you but said everyone recognizes. <laughs> my kid knows who Marshall Falk that's is. That's impressive. All right. Okay. Well, Patrick Mahomes. There so, we'll we go. Patrick there Mahomes. Go. You might take Patrick Mahomes at number one. I might take him at number five. Right. Then the average draft position would be what? Yeah, three. Three. By my count. Perfect. And then in a mock draft, mock means fake. It's early to be hitting me with math, though, dude. I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. So mock drafts you need to do. You need to focus on those. You need to even... If you don't do a mock draft, you need to at least look at somebody's mock draft, okay? And you can find... Online, different sites have it. The one that I like, it's Fantasy Pros Draft Wizard. Okay. Right? So if Perfect. you go, you Google that in, you'll jump in there, you you load in what type of league you have right down to your roster size scoring. Right. Easy, and it's quick, right? And then you go through a fantasy football draft. Right. It doesn't stick. It's not a real league, but it gives you an idea of where guys are being drafted and how you can expect to assemble your team. And, you know, you, you put yourself, if you're in a 10-man league, Draft from the two spot, draft from the A spot, you know, like then you kind of see approximately where certain guys are falling and that uh, and then you kind of learn about that ADP, right? Right, you know, for sure. Yeah. And I've got Fantasy Pros is one of my favorite sites to go to as well. Absolutely. They're, they're really, it's free. You know, I love that. That's my favorite four letter F word. Free. It's one right? of mine. I don't, yeah. I don't care what anybody else says. Yeah. Bonzi's is free. All right. It's not the other ones. <laughs> um, another uh, term I think you guys need to know is ceiling. What do you think ceiling is? Oh, ceiling. Yeah, that's. The highest level of production you can expect from a player. Yeah. Right? So if I said Patrick Mahomes this week has a high ceiling, what do you think? Oh, I mean, it's like it's like he might go for 350 yards and six touchdowns this week. It's and the one opposite of those kind is, of weeks. hey, I think Patrick Mahomes has a low ceiling this week. Tough defense. Right. Right? Uh, tough. They're probably going to try to pound the ball, keep the ball away from the other QB, whoever that is. So ceiling's a little bit lower. But you want to look for a guy's with a high floor. Yes. That's the main thing, right? Yeah. The safer plays. The Even in a bad matchup, this guy's going to get me 15 to 20. Very good. Flex. When you talk about a flex position, and this is one that my my son and um, some of his buddies really didn't understand, okay? So when you're talking about a flex position, in most fancy football leagues, you've got a quarterback, uh, two wide receivers, two running backs, tight end, defense, kicker. Okay, that that's like to me the the, the basis. That's how the, we started, right? The yeah. basic fantasy football team. All right. Well, then you start throwing in flex positions, and flex positions can be really anything your commissioner wants them to be. Yeah. 
Um, a combination of a wide receiver running back tight end. Now, does that mean you have to draft one of those players? No, that means that flex position can be any one of those three players. It can be a running back. It can be a wide receiver. It can be a tight end. Now, can your flex positions be different? Can it be, hey, I've got a flex spot where you can be all three. I've got a flex spot where you can be all two. There's also defense flex. There's also kicker flex. And and I learned a lot about the kicker flex last year because we've got two kickers for my son's high school football team. And they're always like, hey, punters and kickers are important too. And I said, punters? What? And I had never done a fancy football league with punters before. Have you ever included punters? No, I have Dude, no idea how would you would even do that. It's amazing. Average punt per kick. It's so Dude, it is it is if you want to get into a fun league because with just some real truly like some real wild card just bizarre things happening. It's so right? much fun because I'm telling you ego dude, there were so many weeks where I you I mean you literally no one I mean there was maybe two or three punters that people kept on their team the whole time. Um but there were, I mean you go out there and you find that punter that you knew was going to be punting a lot. Yeah. You found it because you get punt attempts you get half a point. You get <laughs> It's Dude, insane, it was man. insane. But I mean, I'm just telling you, that's how fancy. It, listen, we always need to remember that's the name of the game. Fantasy. This yeah. isn't real football. Okay. I love it when guys come in and they're pumping up their chest. Oh man, that's just too, that you, uh, you beat that guy 275 to 192. Yeah. That's what a fun fantasy football game yeah, is scoring, to me. Man. You know I love I mean? scoring. Yeah, yeah. Points, points and more points. You should look in it. We're going to talk about that because I'm actually on my list this year uh, next week. We're going to do uh, punters slash kickers rankings. So <laughs> you're going to be shocked. You're going to be shocked. I, I, and you're going to bring it up on Fantasy Football 101. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, I will. No, <laughs> you I know Ponzi's in a punter league? I will say this. <laughs> Not that I wouldn't participate. And I am I am very, like, um, very anti-kicker for leagues that I care about <laughs> in fantasy. Not that I don't play in leagues with kickers. I do. But for my main leagues, the ones that I help commission and the – you know, the, the right. bigger money ones, I'm not going to have kickers I, because I value too much like actual real strategy. And I feel like kickers are too much of a uh, just a crapshoot every week. But that doesn't mean I won't play every with them. Every roster is a crapshoot. There you go. You just said it yourself, man. Every week. Yes and no. Thank you. Crapshoot. Done. We're yes done. Yes and no. There's no reason that Joe, who has never ever played a fantasy football league in his entire life, beats Bill, who's been in it for 20 years. There's a reason for that. Oh, yeah. Crapshoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, let's continue our definitions. I got a couple more here. Handcuff. Handcuff's a big one, too. This is also a term that my son had no idea about getting into his first fantasy football league. Best way for me to describe a handcuff, and I wrote this one down, um, drafting your stud running backs back up to cut down on the harm if that stud gets injured. And a really good example of that, James Conner, after someone took Levon, Le'Veon Bell at number one in the first round. Mm-hmm. You had to have James Conner. That's the easiest way to explain that. Yeah. I mean, running backs get injured more than any other position, right? And typically, unlike wide receivers where a team will, you know, you can almost play three different guys from certain teams at wide receiver running backs teams typically have one, maybe one and a half that yep. you can plug in. But if that first guy goes down, somebody's going to step in and take on that workload. They may, right. may not be as productive or effective. However, they are still going to be what's called a running back one in fantasy. So super important. I've always subscribed to the handcuff strategy. Yep. Some people don't. Yeah. 
But you need it to only though. Makes sense. Yeah, you need it to though. If, especially if, like you just said, if it's a, if it's not a, 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 a like a. And, and even with any NFL team this year, I, I feel like there's it's never a one running back guy. Yeah, you you know it, there's there's always one and one and a half. Sometimes there's a two. There's running a main back guy yeah. and then a yeah. It's right. a sixty forty on most teams. The other one, my son and and a lot of his teammates had a problem with you know, um, and they they play football. These are these are kids who play football. Okay, real and, football. Yes, and they didn't understand what these letters meant by the players' names. They didn't understand. They knew what O meant. Because they've seen O on their roster at school before, right? But they had never seen D or Q or <laughs> P. Now you're laughing, but again, that's a big deal. If, oh, yeah. if you're just starting and you and you're and you're checking your team and you're trying to put your team in its position, and you, you're like, what are these? Let-? If you don't know what those letters mean, you can get in trouble. And then you take it a step further, and you have to know that for New England, the Q means P. <laughs> So right, so you have to you really start to pick these these things up over right, the years. Right. A, a D is as good as an O, right? Really, yes, if yeah. a guy's got a D next to his name, just consider. Well, let's really him quick o. tell people what that means. Yeah. Okay, so so P means probable. Okay, yes, and what that is supposed to mean is there's a seventy five percent chance he's that guy's play. playing. Q means questionable. That's fifty percent chance, fifty fifty. Yes, D is doubtful. Twenty five percent chance that the player is going to play, and then O means out okay you definitely don't want to see an o no all right o's are bad yeah and my son fell victim to that a couple of times uh, i'm not gonna tell you what he thought it meant i'm not gonna call him out on the first podcast this yeah. year but um it was it wasn't good he had a couple of Did o's it, and i was like dude can i guess optimistic yes are yes. you serious yes it's optimistic Bro. that it's gonna play because he thought p was pessimistic <laughs> i'm like dude <laughs> You were, that's totally opposite, bro. I wouldn't have guessed the I mean, pessimistic yes. one. I said that's opposite of each other. But I don't blame him for that. That's how he's he supposed to know. Himself. Yeah. Um, so again, those are some big definitions. What was another one that I had? Oh, PPR. PPR is a big one too. Yeah. That's points per reception. That's always important. My son, he, he, it was kind of hard for him to understand that too. Um, because we do a half point PPR. Some leagues do different PPRs for positions. Uh, running backs get more points than some of but you just got to look at that. You got to yeah. look at the way your your point system is is done and your league should, you know, tell you on standard again the ADP based on your scoring system, okay? So that's another thing too. Uh what else? What else? Oh, what's a sleeper? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, a sleeper is a player who you feel like is going to exceed their expectation, right? They're they're going to outperform their ADP. Right. So that's a um, you know, I'm trying to think of an example this year, but it's it's something, you know, if you look on any site that gives any predictions or I would say forecasts, any sleeper this year would be a Dallas Cowboys wide receiver. There you go. Boom. Done. Right. And not, I mean, CD Lamb doesn't. Well, other than CD. Right? Lamb, But I mean, like who, who they've got like what? 18 year olds that are basically every 18 year old NFL player. I would even call Michael Gallup a sleeper. Yeah, I mean, he's true. he's going to be back at some point this season and he's going to be a big part of that offense and he's not being drafted that high. Right. So uh, undervalued uh, players who could could be well known by by at least week six. Those go. are the sleepers. Okay? Kenneth Gainwell. Yes. Very good. Uh, stud, obviously. I mean, we don't need to put that in. Or stud means this guy's a great, great player. Uh, don't stud worry about it. Stud means the same thing as stud in real life. Yes, for sure. Yep. And then what else do we have here? Oh, um, my son didn't really understand this either. And and, and explaining this I, to me was easy, but it, for some reason he wasn't really getting it. When you talk about wide receiver one, wide receiver two, wide receiver three, running back one, running back two. 
I was talking to him because uh, he was out of the playoffs. And I was like, man, I need an, an RB1. And he thought, okay, RB1, if you've got two running backs in your lineup, he goes, well, you've got two of them. You know, like, like those are those are my RB ones. You know, like right. I was like, no, 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 no. So, so it's kind of like you got to go. And I explained to him. I said, so it's like on your depth chart. You know, it's like first string, second string, third string. That's kind of like what the. And then he understood what I was talking about. So you just need to be careful, especially when you're talking trades, especially when you're getting into depth charts. All right, and you're looking at your draft, and you've got a wide receiver one, and you know, hey, man. Uh, you know, I've, I've got Devontae Adams. He's a wide receiver one. Yeah. Um, do you need to draft another stud wide receiver one if you don't have any running backs? I don't know. That's where you need to start looking at your roster and thinking, well, hey, if there's a running back one and a wide receiver one available, I probably want to snag both of those up. Yeah, absolutely. And I always just kind of define the RB1, the wide receiver ones as top 10, right? Your top 10 running backs, those are RB1s. Mm-hmm. Your top 10 wide receivers, those are wide receiver ones, right? And then, you know, I guess the sleepers would be the wide receiver twos or threes who might finish as a wide receiver right. one at the end in the top 10. But you want to ideally draft those guys who you think are going to be within the top 10. Those are your ones. Yep. And I always go by a grading system, too. I go by A, B, C, D, F. Because to me, that's just the easy. Because everyone always has a different like view of what that player is going to be. Absolutely. Um, and so when you say A plus, you know, we do B plus, C plus. I, I like to because everyone gets the grading scale, and um, that's another thing too. You guys can 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 uh, remember as you're going through your fantasy football. So that's a little bit of intro to fantasy football. Uh, and again, points are, are different in every league. Positions are different in every league. Just make sure you know what you're getting into. Okay, before you say yes, I'm going to be in that league. Do you want to answer real one? quick? Yep. Yeah, real quick. And I know we're, we're long winded here, you and me. So uh, <laughs> the uh, if you're just starting off, if you're in a new league and you're building it this year with your friends, right? And this is something you want to keep doing for years. If keep it simple to start with, no need to add three flex positions, and no need to do. A, I mean, I would say do PPR, but no need to do anything crazy. Keep it simple to start with. Get a feel for the game, and then add to your league or take things away as you go along. Based on what your league likes. Yeah, but I agree 100%. Yeah. 100% agree Don't with that. Don't jump in the deep end. Um, all right, so here we go. Top 10 fantasy football tips. It's Bonzi and Ego here, fantasy football junkies. Um, I'm just going to read these, what I have written down, and then uh, let Ego kind of comment on it. Uh, just agree or disagree, whatever you want to do. It's fine with me. All right. But uh, these are the 10 tips, especially for 2022, that I really think people need to know. And this should go for anyone who's just getting into a league or if you've been in it for a while. Uh, this year, more than ever, I really think running backs are more important. Running backs, running backs, and more running backs. That's tip number one. Load up on running backs. Now, um, you know, I, I, I like to. I'm a big running back strategy guy anyway, uh, and we'll, we'll get to that a little bit here as we go on. But I just really want to stress this to you again. I want to hammer this point home to you guys as big as possible. You need to load up on running backs. Okay, it's very, 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 very important. You do this. All right. So, so running backs. Uh, that, that when we talk about the committees, you know, the, the, the one and a half, uh, there's a, there's a running back, two running, uh, you know, if there, if there's a workhorse, which again, your Saquons, your Zeke's, your uh, Christian McCaffrey's, um, you, you snag those up immediately, okay, and those are what you need on your rosters. Take and, and, and get them off the board. Depending on how many teams you're in, a 10, 10, 10 man league, twelve man league, um, uh, a rotisserie league. 
you still need those guys, okay? Yeah. There's no reason you should be looking, even with the scoring systems that are out there, you need those workhorse guys. And those guys should be gone within the first round. Philip Lindsay's, Melvin Gordon's, they're always going to be there. Yep. All right. So don't worry about that. All right. Let other people worry about those. Load up on running backs this season as much as you can. And when we get to our rankings, you're gonna you're gonna find out because you know next week we're, we're ranking defense, punters, kickers, and tight ends. We're gonna do just one show on wide receivers, one show on running backs, one show on QBs. You're gonna see what we just got done talking about the tiers, the um, you know the the running back ones, running back twos. You're going to see the drop. I mean, there there is a huge drop, I feel like, this season with with workhorse running backs and then running backs who have lots of question marks by them. Tier is another thing you just pointed out. Just a quick circle back to terms. Mm-hmm. Tiers are important. That's how yes. I do my rankings. Yes. Right? Yes. Instead of really one, two, three, four, five, top tier, next tier. So next how do you tier. feel about that? Running back, running back, running backs in, in 2022. I love it, man. No, that's, that's an easy, in almost any format – you definitely want to load up on running backs. I will say you don't necessarily need to start off your draft with like four running backs right, right out of the right, gate. Or, right. But in the first two rounds, you need to you need to get a running back. Yeah. You absolutely have to. I understand if you want to take um a super stud receiver in the first, you know what I mean, in round one, but you better go running back round two. Then, right. Right. You better. And then yeah, and the big thing too, though, and, and, and tell me if if this is kind of what the leagues you've been in your, in your life. I always tell my son this too. I'm like, well, you'll you'll see at the end of the season what position people are going to be wanting to get on their team. Yeah, most of the times, I would say eighty percent of the time, they're looking for a running back. It's running back, man. That's that's a premium for number one running backs. Right. That's the most coveted position in fantasy football. Um, you get them. Yep. You get them because you need them, and then you're, they're also the best trade capital. The uh, number two tip, all right, uh, for top 10 fantasy tips to win your league this year, study those depth charts. And, and we touched on it a little bit earlier, you know, you can, there's a lot of information out there that is floating around the internet. There's the cookie cutter information. There's the, the you know, every, everyone's saying it, you know, on Twitter, Instagram, podcast, you know, there's that type of information. And, I, and, and listen, NFL Network, again, I, I, I look at that as more of a highlight show. Yeah. I they they uh, you know I like some of their hosts. I'm not, I don't I don't want to bash the NFL Network because man they could sponsor this someday. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, to yep. me, the NFL Network just really puts out what people want to hear, the names they want to see. You don't get a lot of the in depth stuff when you're studying depth. That's it's what they really, call it. Depth it's really charts. surface level stuff. There, man. They don't dive deep on things, and that's fine. That's fine. Fantasy Guru. That's a good site. CBS Sportsline. And fantasy pros; those are the three that I really, really, really get into. Because fantasy guru, you can get a free version there. I, I do pay for that subscription though. But CBS Sportsline, fantasy pros; those are free, and they do a great job. Add FF Today. Yep. yep. Dot com to that list, yep. and then and I've got today. no problem. I mean, fantasy pros, FF Today are are my two main go tos. Um, number three tip. This is a big one for me. I don't know what Eagle's going to say here. I did send you this list though, right? You did. Yeah. No, I looked it over and. Are there, are there I, some that you really don't I, agree with? <laughs> I can't disagree with tip two. How can you? Okay. Know your depth charts, right? All right, you number three. Maybe you disagree with this one. Okay. Wait on draft day to pick up that quarterback. And I know, I understand, okay? There, it's Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Look, I I, I'm, I had Josh Allen. I took Josh Allen last year um, I, in, in, in my big money league. And that's all we're going to call it. It's my big money league, which, by the way, I won the Super Bowl. Um, I took, I took Josh Allen. I was the 10th pick yeah, and I took him with the 11th pick. Okay. 
because Josh Allen was still available. I was, but don't ever do that. I was huge. <laughs> no, but I was huge on Josh Allen last year. Okay, I was huge. I took Josh Allen with my eleventh pick. Um, my first. You mean pick number eleven? Pick number eleven, right? Yeah, yeah. Pick okay. number eleven. So at ten, I took a running back. Okay. Eleven, I took Josh Allen. So your advice. Is wait on drafting a running back. Let me finish. Back. Let and me your finish. example is I drafted Josh Allen in the second round. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. If you're in a 12 man league, if you're in a 12 man <laughs> league, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, those guys probably will be gone yeah. in a 12 man league, and that's okay. Then I say wait. All right, those yep. four guys that I just mentioned, and again we'll dive deeper when it's the QB rankings. Sure. Those four guys are the only guys that need to go. First round, 12-man league. Okay. Okay. An so exemption to the rule. Yes. Right? But then, wait. Wait, wait, mm-hmm. wait. The problem is if you don't wait, you're going to be losing out on some other guys who could be uh, some stud running backs or stud wide receivers and, and, and getting a lot of touches. And that's what I look at a lot is touches and time on the field. That is very, very, very important. Um, and, and look, I'm also, there, here's another little gold nugget for you. I have won a Super Bowl by picking up a different QB every yeah, week. Waiver wire QB. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. And, and, and you can do that. Mm-hmm. You just play the matchups and I'm, we're going to touch on that just here a little bit too. But after those four in a 12 man league, all right, wait on your QB. I agree with what you say. Like so much that I disagree with your exemption, even personally. Those guys won't be on my team. I go into every redraft knowing those four guys that you mentioned, not going to be on my team because I will most likely be able to get a QB that performs on the same level as those as those guys in round six, five or six or after. No way. You don't know, man. You don't no know. No way. Where okay, did Lamar, okay, okay, where did, okay. Lamar, where did Lamar Jackson finish okay, last year? Okay. Well, here's the thing. When you say that 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 statement, right? I agree that yeah, there are quarterbacks out there that might perform on a on a on a weekly basis, but not week to week. Where what was Justin Herbert's ADP last season? It's a good question. It wasn't first round twelve. No, I mean, it not wasn't even close. And where did but he this finish? year? This again. This is twenty twenty two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm saying it will happen again. There will be somebody. Jalen Hurts. Well, you don't again, think Jalen Hurts but, but, but has that a was like a dart. A Would you four? not admit that that was like a dart? That was a dart. Justin Crap Herbert was shoot, a baby. dart Crap again shoot. last year. We're, we're saying, yeah, yeah and, and you know, but you don't like yeah. crapshoots. You don't like punters. <laughs> so now you like punters. What, what I'm saying is, wait, you, wait, you like punters what, now? What I'm saying is, <laughs> I would rather on my team in those first three or four rounds get running backs and receivers. Yes, yes, I agree with that. And then I feel like I've got a pretty good shot round five or six. To pick one of those like next tier QBs with the chance to finishing, you know, a chance of that guy finishing in the top four or five QBs better than I like my chances of grabbing a running back in round five or six. So you're sitting that's at, pick, you're sitting at pick number 12. Sure. Josh Allen's on the board. You're not taking Josh Allen at 12 or, or, or 13. Well, it depends on what my other options are, but probably not. Oh, you're, I'm probably a, taking did, like how many Super Bowls have you won? Oh, several more than I can count. <laughs> I've been doing this for without a long time. punters, people. So there, yeah. yeah. I'm going to make sure he comes in with a resume next time. Uh-huh. Josh Allen's there at 12 or 13. You take Josh Allen. I don't care what what, what Eagles saying right now. Let's get to number four. We could argue about this all day. Mm-hmm. Do not take a tight end before 10. I, I I wanted to really make sure that you guys look. I, <laughs> Rob Gronkowski to me is never has never been a 
someone you should draft before the tenth round. But guess what? He he has gone in first rounds before. I agree. I agree. And I'm and I'm sorry. It just shouldn't happen. Yeah. It should not happen. Somebody's going to take Kelsey in the first round every year, <laughs> or Kittle. They're going to take Kittle. I mean, you know, in the top in the first three rounds. Yeah. He, here's who's going to be gone. Right. Kelsey, Andrews, Kittle, Waller. Those guys right. are going to be gone. Right. So no need then. Yeah. To jump on the next tier. But I don't think you should take those guys even in before 10. I really, really don't. One of those guys will be lingering around, I'm yes. telling you. Yes. When you get to around like 9 or 10, fill out your roster. Yeah, and, and, fine. and don't get and – here's and I, and I forgot to put this in my notes here, but there's no reason for you to have an anxiety attack either. If you're looking at your roster, and, and this usually sets off fireworks. When someone takes a tight end, then everyone's like, oh. I've got to get a tight end on my team. Right. No, you don't. Look at the depth charts. Look at the, the, the look at the points. Okay, that might be scored. Please, please, please. If you're ever gonna make an error drafting your team, make the error on um, picking the best player available at that position. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. And that, then go ever. back, go back and look at and see where Dalton Schultz and Dawson Knox went in yes. drafts last year. Yeah. Those yeah. guys won leagues for people. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, number five, stay away from the mainstream consensus rankings and advice. And I have here. I mean, again, I'm not trying to bash NFL Network, man. I just really, I, <laughs> you hate the. No, NFL. I love the NFL Network. That's the thing. I love the NFL Network because it's entertaining. Oh, it's cool, man. You it hate, is right. Cool. I mean, it's entertaining. It's cool, you hate. It. If right. I am half as entertaining as the NFL Network, I will be happy. But the NFL Network is not going to win you a Super Bowl. I'm going to say I think that you are at least half as entertaining as the NFL Network. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I hate yeah, the NFL. Network. I don't hate it. Dude, I don't hate it. I seriously. I, I'm going to be honest. Some of the shows I've watched on there, I've been like, how are you guys on this show right now? Right. And yeah. I'm like, how are we? Working? Right. <laughs> right. I feel like, I feel like, like you and I could maybe, and maybe, I don't know. We should have million dollar deals with the NFL Network Easily. for sure. Easily. Number maybe six next year, on your three. top 10 fantasy football tips to win your league in 2022. Uh, th- this is another one that, I, and look, you know, um, ego, I don't know his strategy. I don't know how he drafts. I've never been in a league with, I don't think I've ever been in a league we've with done, before. We've been in one league together one time. Long time ago? Yeah, long okay. time ago. Um, always have a backup plan for everything. And let me just, I'm going to read what I wrote because I, t- I spent some time on this. You need to have a backup plan for everything. And what I'm saying is, you know, if it's a one quarterback league, you definitely need a backup. You need two quarterbacks. Okay, people, don't be sitting there like, I'm going to run this league with... Well, look, then there's not going to be a QB for you to pick up later on. You're going to be mad when that's an automatic loss in whatever week you have coming up that that your quarterback has a bye. You went early on a tight end. Well, you better get that backup tight end. If you get a running back, make sure you get a second running back and a third running back and a fourth running back. Remember my running back, running back, running back, running back? There needs to be a backup plan for every position you have. Every position you have. There needs to be a backup plan. Whether it be you have a great tight end on your team and you've got some flex, flex positions, you better have something that can back up that tight end to make up those points. And again, you've got to do your math. If I'm going to, if I lose a tight end that's getting me 10 points a game, I better have a backup plan that can get me some 10 extra points per game. You have to have a backup plan. Uh, I mean, how can you argue with that? I would say it even goes all the way back to like the the draft, right? When you're sitting there drafting, 
looking at the guys who are available, knowing how many picks until it gets back to you, have your your eye on a guy, and if that guy's gone, have you know who do I get next? Absolutely. Who do I get after that? If both of those guys are gone, yeah. In fantasy, you always have to be thinking two or three steps ahead. Yep. It's and it's, and, it's and, a and lot, this and this is where the, the number seven tip. I know people are not going to agree with this one, but this is a pet peeve of mine, and we forgot to get to this definition: vulture. All right. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I am so anti vulture. It's not even funny. And most this, famous it, vulture of all time. Who do you have? Who what, who's the first person you think of? Well, his name's Andrew Ravel or Mike Herb. Oh, one of, one of you two. Wow, the worst vultures in okay. the history of vulching. Okay, it's bad. I'm going Mike Allstott. Oh no no! I'm talking like vulture, like when you pick up waiver wire. Oh, I thought, I'm talking about friend, no, I thought you meant touchdown no, vultures. No, this, don't pick him up because oh, he's got one big game. I got you. Those waiver you wire real vultures. Dudes. Yeah, okay. I'm calling up real guys in my life. Good. These are waiver wire vultures Good. that sit around. You know Eat what I'm it. talking about, right? Yeah. These guys that sit around like on Sunday night, and and there's ways that you can vulture and get away with it in mm-hmm. any league that you're in because hey, so sometimes your your league lets lets you uh, add and drop before noon. There's people that will vulture up until 11:59. Okay. Yeah. I'm an anti-vulture, and we'll get to vultures, real football vultures later. Yeah, but, I thought that's what but, you meant. But, but no, yeah, okay. number seven is don't pick him up because he had just one big game. Like I, I'm a trust me, you, you you do not want to pick up that guy who snags up every free agent and spends all his free agent dollars or waiver wire picks. Because, you know, sometimes three or four players, you know, you're going to be like, well, crap, I wish I had more money. Do your homework. Look at what your team really needs. All right. If you've got three good running backs, you don't need to go and jack that running back that just had a 50 point game, one big game. Who knows if that's going to happen? And those players really aren't out there anyway that are going to consistently do that. There is a lot of them that I could have just listed. The right. players that had a big game, and all of a sudden, wah, 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 you spent your $50 of waiver wire money, and now you're screwed. You need to focus on making your total team strong. Caveat to everything, right? If if you have, a, in, like on your depth chart, if you have a few guys at the bottom that you know these guys are just sitting on my bench. I'm never going to play them. They haven't done anything all season, but they're there because I have roster space to fill out. I would say, why not drop one of those guys and pick up that hot hand guy who maybe it's a one game flash in the pan. Fine. Drop him in a week, get somebody else. Maybe he goes on a three or four game tear because that happens too. And what you might do is block one of your upcoming opponents from using that guy against you. Yeah, there is strategy. Right. I will say but, there is strategy right. involved in that because I know I've done it before. Where of course you, you know I to. had I had a stud quarterback and, and I didn't need, and these other guys need. I had at one time and that's where your commissioner, if he's a good commissioner, will limit the amount of positions you can have on your team. Which we actually had to do that one year. We you cannot carry more than three quarterbacks on your team. Oh wow, you cannot. I mean, that's just to prevent. J holes from doing that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, I yep. mean, we're all, you know, our commissioner Spanky does a great job, high point scoring. It's a fun league and fair again is, is, is how that's how you want to make your fancy football. That's the first thing that's going to have someone quit yep. is if they don't think it's fair, fair trade, fair waiver wire pickup. There's too many vultures. So again, making it fair is a big deal too. Number eight tip on winning your fancy football league Popular players don't always perform, and the big name I'm going to throw out here is Odell Beckham. Yep. Um, I'll let you take this one because I wrote a big long thing here, but again, it, it, this is another NFL Network bash, I guess. 
They just throw out these big names because people recognize them and they know who they are. And then you're like, well, what about this guy, this guy, and this guy on their team that's actually been getting some points? So this is going to, I think, it's going to be geared toward the newer fantasy players or the casual fantasy players. Um, because I think after you play for a few years, you you just kind of learn that. You inherently pick up on, oh, okay, yeah. I. But guys just starting out, I mean, Odell's a great one. Younger player, you know, younger fantasy players love Odell. They still know that and, name. You know, you and, know? and they're going to probably grab like Zeke early mm-hmm. and, you know, not really knowing even who Tony Pollard is. Right. The fact that that might be like a 55-45 split <laughs> there. But because they know that name... He's going, you know what I mean? It's going to be the more inexperienced players who draft names over real life opportunities and potential. So uh, that's no, that's great advice is, you know, do your homework, look at ADPs. And if you see, well, why isn't DeAndre Hopkins going in the first round? That guy's a stud. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, you know, his name. Right. Yeah, sure. He's a stud. Deshaun Watson is another half the season. Okay. Deshaun Watson, look at his updates through the entire. Dude, to, up to your draft. My son did a draft last night, and it's a bunch of like newer players, and not a keeper league. Deshaun Watson gets drafted, and it's like, it's not like a yeah. Is not, he going to be playing? They don't have like a big depth chart. It's not right. like a twenty roster spots or right. anything. It's like oh, you got to be able to do better. But that's they drafted a name. Two more here to go. Nine and ten. So nine is a again, I think an easy one to kind of cover. Make sure you balance your roster. We kind of talked about it already. Secure with upside players. We talked about that already. You want a high floor. Uh, you know, you want to make sure, again, when you're drafting, everyone has a different strategy. But when I'm looking at my big money league roster, okay, and you're looking at the spots, I always have, even though you're doing it online, I always have a piece of paper written down of uh, my, 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 my positions I need to get. Yeah. And then I prioritize, you know, what do I want to do? And then I... I just fill in the blanks. If you are, you know, look, if you're in a position where you can pick up maybe a wide receiver one, and then you're like, okay, I got a wide receiver one. It's coming back around. All the running backs are gone, but there's another wide receiver one there. Don't hesitate to take that wide receiver one because, again, it's about points and math and the best player available, right? But you, if you have two wide receivers, I mean, you really got to make sure you're getting – a running back or a you know you've got to make sure it's a balanced roster. You got you got to plug those spots. I mean, yeah. you got to have somebody in there. You have to have a starting roster right. every week. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You can't have six wide receivers on your team. That anyway, that that to me that's just to me it's a no brainer. But again, I don't want somebody who's just getting into fantasy football drafting six wide receivers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Balance your roster. And then number ten. All right, um, I changed number ten. Uh, because I feel like we've talked about waiver wire from enough. what you sent me. Yeah. Oh, good. Curve. Yeah. Curveball hit me. This is this this. I was gonna send this to you, but you know, waiver wires again. Depending on what your commissioner does when they open up the waiver wire, when they don't, just stay sharp on it. Okay. And and again, that's a no brainer, I guess. Yeah. But this is what I have down at number ten, and I want people to really, really, really focus on this, and even. Superstar, fancy football professionals like Ego here. Sure. Fair trades don't exist. Oh, you mentioned this to me when we talked yesterday. I didn't know. Yeah, it wasn't on the list, but when we spoke, you told me. Yeah. Fair trades don't exist. Sure. Depending on what type of league you are in, this tip can be useful or maybe not a factor at all. Okay. Uh, if If you've got a dictator commissioner who doesn't allow any trades, then this won't even matter. But my advice is if you need a stronger running back, go look at the teams 
and see who has more than one good running back. You need a wide receiver? Go look at who's got a couple of those. No need to trade for a quarterback, tight end, defense, or kicker. Remember, because you can always find those on weekly matchups. You don't need to put in a two-for-one or a three-for-two. But make sure that when you send this trade, all right, you need to make it worth your opponent's time to even consider it. Because a lot of times, you're really needing something, and then guess what? It's not going to happen because you sent something so dumb and so stupid, you're not even going to get a counteroffer for that, and it's going to be forgotten. So take it serious. I mean, maybe this is a rant that I'm going on, but and also know going into it, there's never, I've never really seen where someone, if you've got 10 teams, this is my example, Ego, you've got 10 teams, two people make a trade, the other eight teams, there's no way, I've never seen it where someone said that's a fair trade. Well, because in a vacuum, why would anybody make a fair, even trade, right? And I turn down trades all the time. People send me a trade, I'll reject it, and they'll say, oh, that, that, was, that was fair, wasn't it? And I'll say, oh, yeah. That was totally fair. It's a lateral move. Why would I make a lateral move? Right. Why change if I'm not going to improve my position? If right. you want one of my guys or a couple of my guys, you need to make me think I'm winning. Right. Otherwise, why would I do it? Right. It can be fair in a sense of, yeah, I'm overpaying a little bit because I have that depth. Right. But I'm improving my roster. Right. You know what I mean? I'm improving my starting lineup, so right. I'm going to overpay with my depth, and it's going to help that player out because right. they need a wide receiver, one, and a backup running back, and that's what I'm giving them. Right. Now, on paper, it's not a fair trade. Somebody is giving up more than they're getting. Right. But for their rosters, it might be fair. But you are 100% right. There's no such thing as an actual just fair, you know, one-for-one, one, even trade. Right. Because why would anybody do it? And just know, if you're just getting into this, or even if you're, you've been doing this for a long, long time, don't be that guy. I mean, you know, it, it, you've got to look at the points per game for that team to see what they're trying to do. Yeah. And I think so many people get tied up on how good that player is at that position and going to that other team on what they really need. Um, so just you know, be careful. And again, top 10 tips, fantasy football tips to win your load up on running backs, study depth charts, Wait on drafting a QB unless it's the four we talked about. Or or don't. Ego definitely doesn't agree with that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> do not take a tight end before 10. Don't do it. Stray away from the, the cookie cutter consensus, you know, uh, net, NFL Network just showing highlights of Aaron Rodgers every time. I we mean, it's just, hate, we hate them. Yeah. <laughs> we hate the NFL Network. Number six, backup plan for everything. Number seven, don't pick up just because they had one big game. But again, there is a little, like you said, there is a little uh, retort to that. Uh, if, if you need a running back and a guy blew up, go get him. I mean, pick him up. That's fine. If you but got just, roster but just be, yeah. be careful, okay? Uh, number eight, popular pl players don't always perform, and especially before you're drafting, be very, very careful. Number nine, balance your roster and secure some upside throughout your entire roster. And then number 10, again, there, there are no such things as, as fair trades. They just, they just don't exist, all right? So uh, that is our first episode, Intro to Fantasy Football, 10 Tips to Win, uh, Fantasy Football Junkies podcast. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on, uh, I don't know if we're going to do Twitter so much. Facebook has really been our biggest success just because everyone, sure. it's easy for me to respond on that. You're going to have access to it, and you could get on there. And we're going to have some videos that we post up every week, too. Um, Ego Says will be going up on Mon uh, Tuesdays. And uh, that'll be kind of a recap of, of whatever week we're in, okay? So whatever Ego says, 
you need to listen to. All right. And whether it be waiver wire pickups, whether it be, hey, uh, you know, depth chart stuff, injury reports, ego says goes. All right. And then I'll be doing the Bonzi's booms and busts every week. And that'll be going up on Thursdays, hopefully before the Thursday night game. That's my that's my goal. Cool. Have fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You dig it? Oh, are you kidding? Juice Talking is, about I mean, fantasy football? Yeah. We were only supposed yeah, to do okay a half hour it. show. Yeah. We're right at 52 minutes. So, <laughs> you know what? You can listen on one and a half speed on. Yeah. On, that's what I've been doing yeah. to consume so much. And on one the and podcast, too. That's the great thing about podcasts and this stuff here. It's available for you. Listen to five minutes, come back later on, listen to it when you got a lunch break or something. Okay? Listen to the whole thing. Again, fancy football junkies, guys, please make sure you follow us and do not, do not. Let winning your fantasy football league be a fantasy. All right? Okay, I like it. Let's make it a reality (laughs) with the Fantasy Football Junkies. And be sure, when's your first show coming up, Fantasy Football 101? We haven't scheduled. It's usually two weeks before the regular season. Slacking? I mean. Come on, people want this content, buddy. I got a lot going on. People want to hear about the punters you're going to be adding to your league this year. I'm still studying up. I'm going to get Ego to be part of a punter league. Watch, watch. And he's going to love it. And he's going to be talking about it every week. Uh-huh. Top 10 punters this week, guys. Going, in, going into week five. <laughs> All right, guys. We will catch you next week uh, for uh, episode two. We're going to be ranking defenses, tight ends, kickers, and punters. You better come with something. Watch, watch the NFL Network. All right. <laughs> All right. See you. We'll be back, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>